Welcome to Radio J. Root Healthy Living. Once again, my name is Eliezer Gruber, a certified nutritionist with offices in Borough Park in Yerushalayim. I am the developer of the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center located in the heart of Borough Park at 4315 14th Avenue. My vision, my mission in developing the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center was to be able to educate and to bring awareness to the public as the value and the benefit on how healthy living lifestyle, healthy lifestyles can have such an effect, such a profound effect, including optimal nutrition, regular structured exercise programs, sleeping habits, as we've mentioned several times in this country, sleep deprivation, people just don't get enough sleep, and stress management. So important for health and wellness. And it can have such a powerful effect on the quality of one's quality of life, both physically and emotionally. After gathering somewhere around 20 years of data, researchers at the world-renowned Harvard School of Public Health confirmed that these healthy lifestyle habits that I've mentioned, again, including a healthy diet, not sm- non-smoking, a weight exercise program and maintaining healthy weight if can dramatically reduce the risk of dying. That is Hashem. Also, in one of Harvard's health letters, it was stated, a connection between heart disease, as we've spoken about, we had a series on cardiovascular disease, how poor sleep has been linked with high blood pressure, atherosclerosis, heart failure, heart attacks, and diabetes and obesity. So with sleep is not just, you know, we, we, we go to sleep and we get our hopefully seven, eight hours sleep and we feel more refreshed when we get enough sleep. But it actually there's a strong connection, according to Harvard researchers, between proper sleep and cardiovascular disease. Also, poor sleep can increase levels of something called C-reactive protein, CRP, which I use. I, people that come to me for consultations, I always have them ask their doctors to run a high-sensitive CRP. That Actually, poor sleep, not enough sleep, can cause an increased levels of the C-reactive protein, which reflects inflammation. In fact, according to medical research, inflammation is included in probably Every chronic disease, from Alzheimer's disease in the field of neurology, cardiovascular disease in the field of cardiology, diabetes in the field of endocrinology, cancer in the field of oncology, Crohn's colitis in the field of gastroenterology, arthritis in the field of rheumatology. So almost every field of, the, of medicine regarding these chronic disease, sleep can, lack of sleep can increase against CRP inflammation, and, they, and this inflammation has a role in these diseases I've mentioned. Also, poor sleep is putting in fourth gear, literally I'd say fifth gear, maybe even sixth gear, the body's sympathetic nervous system. A sympath- uh, there's always a pull between the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. Where which is activated by fright and activated by stress. So many people, almost the population, I would say over 98, 99% of the population, we're all under stress today. 
Everybody is under stress. Whatever, the, whatever those triggers are, everybody is under stress. We don't want to activate and cause more problems, more fuel to the fire. And whether it's activating CRP or causing more CRP to be circulated in the body, inflammation, or activating the sympathetic nervous system, again, which is activated, which is activated more by fright and stress. The healthy habits that I've mentioned are the foundation, the foundation of improved overall health, again, both physically and emotionally. So the mission and the vision of the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center is to educate the public on the pr these proper essential, and do I mean essential lifestyle, lifestyle habits. I have been in the field of nutrition for many, many years. Over two decades I've been in this field. And for many conditions, most all conditions, finding a given root cause that will explain the occurrences of the diseases in all people is not possible. There is no single culprit that exists and no single pill. There is no magic pill that's going to cure these conditions in every patient. I am lately communicating on an ongoing basis with a, an immunologist overseas regarding a certain formula. And he, who is in the field not just of medicine, but is now working with innovative, cutting-edge formulas in the field of nutrition to help certain conditions. And he mentioned to me, there are so many things that are advertised today, what he calls snake oil, which they show pictures pre and post. Before you take this formula, the person looks like this. Whether it's weight, whether it's baldness, whether it's grayness, whether it's going from gray hair to dark hair, whatever the condition is. And, and they show pictures pre and post after taking the formulation. There's such a change from one picture to another picture. And he says it's such it's deception, such deception, and they can be advertising literally snake oil. And they make a lot of money hundreds of thousands and thousands of dollars and then they exit and you don't see them around anymore you need to be educated the listeners i'm reaching out to you be educated be proactive and know what you're doing and don't be vulnerable and don't just be in an in, in advertisement and be have to have this deception go into your head especially these multi-level marketing companies I had another gentleman in my office, a scientist recently, several days ago, there was a product on the market that was claimed to cure all, all coming from overseas, his product. So I asked the gentleman, he told me he was one of the people involved in this product. And I asked him, what's we, and I always, I wrote an article about this product several years ago. And I said, what's doing with the product? says like this, Eliezer, they're out of business. They no longer exist. There was major problems with them. There. There, was, there, was, there, was, there was, I think, maybe in court cases with them. Don't be fooled. Don't be vulnerable. Don't, be, don't let this, 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 this advertising campaign from people that are trying to make a dollar mislead you into thinking there's a single, there's a magic pill that's going to cure your condition. So, the, but there are rather there are so many. 
I mean, so many influences. I said, I've been in this field over two decades. Whether it's environmental, whether it's nutritional deficiencies, imbalances, it's actually a very, very complex set of such interrelationships among so many factors for each condition. This is what Nutri-Supreme is all about, the Education and Research Center. This was the reason for the birth, for the birth of the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center. And you're going to see in the next couple of weeks, you'll see advertised in the Bina and in several publications, I believe the Mishpacha, the Bina, and other, other local mag, uh, um, newspapers in the next couple of weeks, Nutri-Supreme will be launching which I was mentioning at the end of the show, a new in-store concept at our location at 4314th Avenue in Borough Park. Again, 4315 14th Avenue. A total integration, including healthy diet, other lifestyle fat habits, as I mentioned so many times on, the, on these radio shows, exercise and sleep, correct supplementations without spending so much money for today's most prevalent issues including attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, memory loss, which is so prevalent today, osteoporosis, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, acne, Baruch Hashem, we've gotten very good results with acne, psoriasis, eczema, these are skin problems, inflammatory skin problems, psoriasis and eczema, optimal prenatal care for Be'ez Hashem, a healthy baby, healthy aging, the fastest Growing population in the United States are the, what they call the baby boomers. Healthy aging, how to go into aging in a healthy way and promoting health and wellness. The Nutri-Supreme Research will be offering a free roadmap for the full regiment needed for, the healthy li- for this healthy living and getting to the root of the matter. This free, mo- free roadmap will include a specific shopping list related to a given condition, some of the conditions I mentioned before. It will also include a box regarding exercise and proper sleeping habits. And Be'ez Hashem, following this roadmap, will be so far more effective than just taking a vitamin pill or a pharmaceutical drug, as you will be dealing with underlying issues Again, necessary to make a true change, a real emesticate change for healthy living. If we look at something, which we'll get in today's show, will be on eye health, part two. But if you look at something simple like B12, which I see so many blood tests, and I see even younger people, which I'm shocked, how many young people I see their blood tests with borderline levels of B12. It used to be, I would only see this in the older people, in the geriatric population, because of certain issues of, in, from, gast, from the gastrointestinal tract, why they were low, they're not absorbing B12. Why do I see it on so many young people? Even children, children and young adults. Tufts University, the renowned Tufts University researchers found that even a moderate, low level of B12, their, their study was in the older population, again, the geriatric population, had a higher risk factor, a higher likelihood of cognitive pro- problems, which translates to mental decline. How many people come to our center? I can't remember, young people, I can't remember things, I can't remember my keys, I can't remember names, short-term memory problems, long-term memory problems. 
And again, when I see blood tests, levels of B12 that a lot of blood doctors are running today, Baal Hashem, they're looking at B12 levels, and I see levels from 300 to 400, and that's in the normal range, but that's low normal range. Right away, immediately I request, I request the client to ask the doctor, to run a level of homocysteine, which is another blood test, and something called methylmalonic acid, again, homocysteine levels, and methylmalonic acid, which will shed light, will give a true shedding light on the true B12 status better, it'll be more accurate than the B12 test itself. And a lot of times I find with this low level of B12, or low normal level B12. I find high homocysteine levels. I found somebody, a, a, a head of a, of, a, of a shul, a rabbi with high homocysteine levels in the 30s. That's, I've never seen such high homocysteine levels, which puts a risk, and many, many risk factors increases, in, for conditions rather, from Alzheimer's disease to cardiovascular disease. We're going to get into how it's increased risk for eye problems, for, for, for certain eye problems like macular degeneration. It increases risk for pre, in prenatal health, increases for neural tube defect, so, besides your mental decline. Also, again, Tufts University research has, so, and, and, and has, has shown in a couple studies that not just with mental decline, in fact, it was, it was published in, actually it was Harvard researchers published in the JAMA, in the Journal of Ophthalmology, that the, the people that had low levels of B12, B6, and folic acid, or low levels or high levels of homocysteine, were at increased risk of macular degeneration. Macular degeneration, we all know macular degeneration is, a, is one of the number one causes of blindness in this country. Now, it's not so simple, as all of our listeners should be well aware now, Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center and Eliezer Gruber, we will try and dig deep and get to the core, the root of the problem. Even if a person is taking B6, B12, and folic acid, if they have high homocysteine levels, 40 to 50% of the population, 40 to 50% of the population have a mutation, have what they call a homozygous mutation, that they get a gene from the mother and the father, and if it's both, there's a mutation in each one of these genes from, that they get from the mother-father, which is called homozygous mutation in the MTHFR gene. That means they're not metabolizing folic acid well. There could be a problem of metabolizing folic acid which means they could have a lot of, they could be taking more and more folic acid, but it's not lowering their homocysteine. And if they, they need to redirect, they need another form of this, not folic acid, but rather L-methylfolate. This is one of the reasons why Nutrisupreme Research line of vitamins came out with several months ago in the past year, a whole family of L-methylfolate. It's so important that we have optimal, not just taking folic acid and taking a folic acid test, a blood test, which a lot of doctors do. As I mentioned, they test for B12 and they also test for folic acid, but testing for folic acid and seeing a normal, even a high folic acid level does not in any way tell the story. 
It could fall. It could be very falsified. It could be very misleading by seeing a normal or even a high folic acid level via a blood test, because it does not show. It does not demonstrate how, if the body is metabolizing properly folic acid, we need to run a test called homocysteine. Homocysteine and methylmalonic acid will is a better, as I mentioned, a better indicators of folic acid. And again, published in the Annals of uh, Archives of Internal Medicine, Archives of Medicine showing that people that took B6, B12, and folic acid had a significant, significant, it was a decrease, about a 34% lower risk of AMD, which is age-related macular degeneration, which again is a leading cause of blindness, which is today's show, Eye Health, the second part of the two-part series of Eye Health. Also, they found researchers published in this journal, this prestigious journal, that there was a 41% lower risk of AMD. AMD, again, age-related macular generation. A 41% lower uh, risk regarding significant vision loss. So it's so crucial. So crucial that we need to know the whole story. We cannot have one piece of the puzzle. One piece of the puzzle doesn't tell us the whole show. It's all a web. Our biochemistry, there's such, it's a web-like interaction between so many factors in our body and our biochemistry. And we have all of us such a unique biochemical makeup. Biochemical individuality, which I've spoken about, it's not one size fits all. I can't reiterate enough times. It's not one size fits all. We want health and wellness. Again, health and wellness for ourselves, for our husbands, for our children, for our parents, for our grandparents, the women, the gatekeepers of the family. We need to be very proactive. Again, today's show regarding eye health. Again, I spoke about, in the first part of this two-part series, about, can we say every day, Bez Hashem, I'm hopefully, everybody said today, the bracha b'keach ivrim, the Rabbana Shalom gives sight to the blind. How fortunate, how fortunate a person is to wake up in the morning and have a pair of eyes that are working perfectly. The most sophisticated camera you can buy wherever you're going to buy this camera from. The most sophisticated, you could pay all the money for the most sophisticated camera. It does not begin to touch the feet of the eyes. The eyes, the way the eyes, the structure of the eyes, all the parts of the eyes. And we say every morning, how fortunate we are to wake up and be able to open our eyes and see I mentioned in the first part of this two-part series, the blackout in New York City, which I remember I was in the country, I believe it was in August of 2003, and that's uh, even without taking my omega-3 fish oil this morning, again, if my memory is correct, 2000, August 2003, there was approximately 24 hours of blackness in New York City. The frustration I remember that was generated from this blackout. And, 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 and just think, a blind person. If we go through a blackout, whether it's in our house from electrical, electrical problems, 
which I recently had when I was in Eretz Sorel. We the, the lights went out four times in a matter of an hour, and our dira, and 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 it was erev Shabbos, and it, and you couldn't see, and you couldn't see unless you open up the windows. Obviously, if you open the window, it was during the day. Baruch Hashem, the black was during the day and not the night. But it, can you imagine a person wakes up and cannot see? The frustration, the confusion that is generated because of this. And I mentioned also my uncle who lived, my uncle, Lava Shalom, who lived with us, who my mother, Lava Shalom, after my father, Lava Shalom, was nifter. It happened that my bro- after that time, my father was nifter. My, my uncle became blind, a well-known pediatrician. And I remember even in practice, when he w- couldn't see, he had such a reputation as a pediatrician. I remember he had a, tr- he had a nurse and a secretary that were like unbelievable. The way they, they, they helped him and supported him. And patients, mothers would still bring their children to my uncle because he had such a reputation as a pediatrician. And people relied on him, and they were so confident in him. And he, would, he has the t- touch with his hands. He couldn't see. Can imagine the frustration he couldn't see when they would open up their mouth. He needed the nurse. He needed the he needed the nurse or the PA, somebody to look into the mouth and tell him what they saw. But parents still brought their children to this, my uncle. And he couldn't see until finally he just had to give up his practice. Why did he become blind? He became blind due to glaucoma, which is one of the number one reasons. We'll, mentor, we'll go into the three or four reasons why people become blind. Glaucoma is a is a, glaucoma is a group of diseases that can damage the eyes, the optic nerve. That's where his problem was in the opt- optic nerve, and it can result in vision loss and chasavashon blindness. The normal fluid pressure inside the eye slowly rises. However. It can be deception because, however, recent findings, according to the C- CDC, glaucoma can occur even with normal eye pressure. So, but early treatment, early treatment can be so, it can be, prevent, it can be prevented, the vision loss in the blindness. For my uncle back then, this is going back, how many years ago? 44. 40, 50, 40, 30, 40 years, years, years ago, 30, 40 years ago, three to four or five decades ago. So it was not the awarenesses of today. Early, we need eye exams to detect if there's a problem, if there's high fluid levels, there's a high pressure in the eyes. Again, so that glaucoma is one. So the appreciation, again, when we wake up in the morning, our eyes, we need to take care of our eyes, and we will see Today, today, show how nutrition and other health, health lifestyle habits can have such a profound effect on eye health. So again, to recap, B12, B6, folic acid, eye health. Harvard researchers, as I mentioned, there was a 34% lower risk of AMD, which is also a number, one of the high risk factors out of the four conditions related to blindness in this country. We need to have eye examination, but we need a nutritional evaluation. What are we taking? Looking at our blood tests, somebody to look at our blood test to see 
if we have optimal levels and see if they're markers, biomarkers of a problem. And that will shed light. There's no question about it. It's so crucial. This is all part of the concept. The whole concept of the healthy living at the Nutra Supreme Research and Education to dig deep, a toichen, a toichen, not just superficial, to uncover the possible problems that can lead to disease and what we can to pr- to produce to promote optimal health and wellness. If we don't get to the root of what's happening in our biochemistry, and again, everybody, everybody has a, has an in, is individual. As an individual, has an individual makeup, unique genetics, unique genetic makeup. It's not one size fits all. So that's why this is all part of the concept of the Nutra Supreme Research and Education Center. The I, it's so amazing. We really need somebody like Rabbi Victor Miller, we need somebody like him, Zetzal, to understand the makeup and the, and the, and the, the Pella, the Chesed of the Rabbani Shulam, to show us the various, in the various structures, if he doesn't have it in writing in one of his books, of all the working in concert, of all the different parts of the eye, from the simple eyelid. We take the eye, what's the eyelid doing? To the cornea, to the sclera, to the conjunctiva, to the iris, to the pupil, to the aqueous humor that we spoke about, the fluid, the lens, the vitreous humor that we spoke about in part one, which is another fluid, the retina, the rods, the cones, the nerve fibers, the blood vessels, the most important part of the eye, which is the retina, of, or the most important of the retina, rather, is the macula. And when we'll speak about macular degeneration, such a problem today, it's increasing. Macular degeneration, which is a, one of the number one reasons why there's blindness in this country. Such a high concentration of photoreceptors, which was responsible for one's central vision. Again, the wonders of Hashem, the wonders, the Bari Oilam, the Rabbani Shalom, the Rabbani Shalom, such chesed, it's such a pella, what the Rabbani Shalom gave us, healthy eyesight. Again, if we had somebody like a Victor Miller's at Sal to be able to educate us on all the parts he can, more than even the renowned ophthalmologist, he knows very well what's happening with each part, with each structure of the eye. It's so important, so important. So let's get back. Again, I mentioned the first part in, in part one. The leading causes, the four leading causes of blindness is macular degeneration, is diabetic retinopathy, if we've spoken about glaucoma, cataracts. Most of us, if we've spoken about in the series on cardiovascular disease, which diabetes is a, which was increasing at a very high risk, even among teenagers today, young children, or young, young people, even like 12, 13, 14, young teenagers, which was never in the history of the world, young teenagers with diabetes type 2, not type 1, type 2. How can it be from 7% to 23% 
at, at a journal published in, from pediatrics increased 7% to 23% teenagers diabetes type 2. We will see diabetes type 2 is a major risk factor for diabetic retinopathy, which is one of the four most risk factors for blindness. What can we do? What's at the root for diabetes type 2? Diet and exercise. The faulty diet, not exercise, not a structured exercise program. That's why we're seeing such an epidemic of diabetes type 2. Also, diabetes increases the risk of glaucoma, which we've spoken about, increases the risk of having cataracts. So between cataracts, glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy, as well as other vision problems, what can we do? Preventative, preventative, preventative. We need to be proactive. Proactive to reduce the risk of diabetes, which can lead to blindness. What does diabetes have to affect on eye health? Diabetes causes damage to blood, blood vessels of the retina, which I've mentioned. Whether it's diabetes type 1, which is autoimmune disease, which, by the way, vitamin D has an effect, reduces the risk of diabetes type 1. Diabetes type 2, which is lifestyle factors, which increases the risk for diabetes type 2, besides genetics, between gen genetics and, risk and lifestyle factors, lack of exercise, wrong eating habits. But both diabetes type 1 and diabetes type 2 both increase the risk of, again, of diabetic retinopathy and also something called retinal detachment. People come to me, Mr. Gruber, I went to an ophthalmologist, there's retinal detachment, which is actually scarring that may cause part of the retina to be pulled away from the back of the eyeball. Again, I see so many people with either diabetes or prediabetes. The gold standard, the gold standard protocol to treat this problem is diet and exercise. I have seen a total reversal of this condition of diabetes, prediabetes, with diet and exercise and a limited amount of supplements. Again, a limited amount of supplements. You don't have to take a lot of supplements. You don't have to take a limited, you don't have to take so many supplements. People spend so much money. Spend so much money that need, doesn't need to be spent. We'd like to take about a two-minute break, and we'll be back with, again, at J-Root Healthy Living. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to Radio J. Root, Healthy Living. Once again, this is Eliezer Gruber. The show today is on eye health. I want all of our listeners to be very well aware, and I'm not suggesting all of us, all the listeners know me by now, I don't overstep in any form of fashion my boundaries, but I'm advising anybody on statin medications, that's cholesterol-lowering medications, which is probably one of the number one medications prescribed today to lower cholesterol. Now, according to medical research, it can be very helpful to reduce, especially someone who's had already cardiovascular disease, can help prevent a, a, uh, another cardiovascular disease episode. But my point, what I want to get across to our listeners is this medication has been shown to increase the risk of diabetes. Again, our show is on eye health, but diabetes does increase risks for, as we mentioned, from, from glaucoma to cataracts to, retin- uh, to uh, retinopathy, diabetic retinopathy, which is a reason for blindness. There was a study published last year, published in the JAMA, in the journal Ophthalmology, involving 14,000 men and 6,972 women, but increasing the risk for cataracts. And two areas that you need, a person needs to discuss with their physician, whether it's the internist, whether it's the cardiologist, but when they're taking statin medication, the risk factors for cataract and the risk factors, increasing risk factors for diabetes. I advise you very strongly to speak to your doctor regarding this. These statin medications regarding age-related eye disease. In 2001, now we're going to speak about macular degeneration, which we touched on in the part one of this two-part series. In 2001, the renowned, famous National Eye Institute announced the results from the ARID study, which showed high levels of specific nutrients. Now we're going to understand how the field of nutrition can have such a profound effect on our eye health. Specific nutrients such as vitamin C, vitamin E, zinc, and copper. 
Now, beta carotene was used in the ARIDS-1 study. There was ARIDS-1, and we'll get into ARIDS-2 study. They took out beta carotene in the ARIDS-2 study. It did not show a difference by taking it out, beta carotene in the ARIDS-2 study. And the, one of the, the main reason they took it out, I believe, in the ARIDS-2 study because it showed in smokers that beta carotene among smokers increased the risk of, of lung cancer. So again, the ARIDS-1 study by the renowned the National, the, the, um, National Eye Institute, it's been demonstrated, decreased the risk. These nutrients decreased the risk of AMD, age-related macular degeneration, as well as slowing and worsening the disease. Several years later, which I'm in touch with people involved in this study, in fact, Nutri-Supreme uses the ingredients, or lutein, which was one of the new ingredients that was used in the ARIDS-2 study. Nutri-Supreme is in contact on an ongoing basis with the manufacturer of the lutein that was used in the ARIDS-2 study. As we always are uh, networking and, and communicating with the top, research, as, top researchers and scientists in the country, there was a national, nationwide study called the ARIDS-2 trial that looked at we would get better results from the ARIDS-1 study, which was very good results, if we could be achieved by including onto what was in the ARIDS-1 formula, lutein, which is a carotenoid, zeaxanthin, which is another carotenoid, and omega-3 fish oil. Again, beta-carotene was taken out. The study revealed, this ARIDS-2 study which was revealed, that participants with low dietary intake of lutein and zeaxanthin, which again are carotenoids, and took also the ARIDS formulation, which included what was in the ARIDS-1, the C, the E, the zinc, the copper, together with these two new ingredients, lutein and zeaxanthin, were about 25% less likely to develop AMD. Phenomenal. Compared with participants who did not take the lutein and zeaxanthin. Now, where do you get these nutrients from? You get it from dark green leafy vegetables. That's a primary source. And by the way, all of our listeners should know, carotenoids, whether it's your beta carotene from your carrots, whether it's your, your, from your tomato, whether it's your lycopene that gives tomato its red color, which, by the way, also can have an effect on eye health, or whether it's your lutein, or whether it's your zeaxanthin. These are, are, are oil-based or, or fat-soluble nutrients. They need a carrier. You will get much better results as far as absorption if it's taken along with some type of fat they can be a carrier and they can get it into the into the bloodstream for in the gastrointestinal tract now can have a shuttle system now to help it get into the bloodstream now the arids 2 study is very interesting did not find that the addition of omega 3 fish oil which was very disappointing reduced the risk of amd progression as someone who already has uh, this macular degeneration. However, that's one study. Other studies, including a very important study from the Harvard Women's Harvard Health Study, had different results. 
in the Harvard trial, 39,876 middle-aged women who were asked to fill out a detailed food frequency questionnaire were followed for an average of 10 years. That's a nice duration of time. An analysis that was published in the Archives of Ophthalmology found that women who had reported eating one or more weekly servings of fish, the salmon, the mackerel, the sardines, were 42% less likely to develop AMD than those who ate less than a serving each month. So what does that tell me? Omega-3 can have an effect on eye health. And it's worth noting that I'm in touch with, communicating with a world-renowned retina specialist who deals on a daily basis with macular degeneration, who I frequently, again, frequently consult with, continues to recommend omega-3 to his patients. Since, why? He is not, he is, is not discouraged by the ARIDS-2 study that did not find a benefit because in his view, it was the omega-3 that was used in the study was an ethyl ester rather than the natural form, which is a triglyceride, right? The triglyceride is, and he feels that it may be the t- form official that was used, the ethyl ester, was the reason they didn't get the results that they got, the, uh, that the results that they got, and they didn't get the benefit. And if they used the, used the triglyceride form, which Nutri-Supreme does only use triglyceride form, not an ethyl ester. And also, Baruch Hashem, I worked hand-in-hand with this world-renowned retina specialist who is recommending, we have a now a, on the market a product called iSupport, 120 soft gels, which in it has the carrier also, the, the olive oil, which is a fat, which is a fat, which is used as a carrier for the fat-soluble nutrients for the E and the and the as we mentioned the zeaxanthin, the zeaxanthin and the lutein. They can help it now get into the blood system. Very important to have the right combination. This product, the Nutrisupreme product of 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 eye support, was built on the combination of the two studies together the ARIDS-1 and the ARIDS-2 study. And also he is recommending the omega-3 fish oil, the premium, which is also was developed by Nutri-Supreme Research. Again, we see how nutrients can have such a profound effect, whether it's macular degeneration, whether it's diabetic retinopathy, and even if you get into macular degeneration, have we spoken about all the different eye problems, even glaucoma, which we've spoken about, which can diabetes can have an impact on glaucoma and cataracts. We need to be proactive, proactive and to and to and not to rely and 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 follow a new a roadmap that's going to deliver and get us to our optimal goal of health, optimal health and wellness. I would like to give out the numbers now. If you would have a question, you can call in or we, uh, or we can text in a question. We have a few minutes left for phone calls or for text questions. The number to call in is 718-683-5858. To repeat, 718-683-5858. To text in a question is 347-927-8398. To repeat, 
727-8398. We'll be back just in a couple minutes. Welcome back to Radio J. Root, Healthy Living. This is Eliezer Gruber. We have some callers on the line for questions. Hi, you're on the radio, J. Root, Healthy Living. Hi. Hi, I have a question. It um, doesn't have to do with your show today, but it has to do with vitamin D. Can I ask it? Uh, I'm sorry, just give me one second. I'm sorry, can you repeat your... Yeah, it doesn't have to do with, you know, the, the topic of eyes, but it has to do with the topic of vitamin D. Could I ask it? Yeah, go ahead. Vitamin D can have an effect on eye health anyway. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Okay. Um, I currently take vitamin D every day. Um, I take it separately, and with, it comes with my calcium. My doctor told me on a recent blood test that my vitamin D is low and that I should take once a week an extra 1,000, but I'm already getting 2,000. I wanted to know, I never heard of something like that, if that makes sense. You sure he said uh, once a week an extra thousand? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised. If your level is low, if your level is low, if you're if, if okay, so if if the, you look at your blood test, like Quest and LabCorp and Shield, lot most of the labs, the reference range they measure in nanograms per mL, and the reference range is twenty to uh, uh, I'm sorry, is thirty to a hundred. Okay. If your level is below twenty. According to, let's say, one of the children's hospitals who I communicate on a, not an ongoing basis, but I've several times in the last couple of years, a child that has a level of under 20, they recommend for a good six weeks, 50,000 a week. Now, it, it would, if you're taking 2,000 and your level is still low, another 1,000 is not going to get you to anywhere where you need optimal level. An optimal level is somewhere around 60. The research is 50 to 70. 60 is a great level, but mm-hmm. you want to get at least a level of 50. 60 are better, but at least 50. Now, in order to get to that level, if you're low, you know, if I knew what your number was... It is 28. My number is 28. Based on taking 2,000? Based on taking 2,000 last whole year, yeah. And how much, what was your level before the 2,000? 
It was around 28. It was like 20. It may, it may have gone up. I'm not sure over the past years. It went from like 25. You only went up three points by taking 2,000? Yeah, yeah. Very little. <sighs> then I would, I would go up to a minimum of 5,000 a day. A minimum of 35,000 a week. If you don't want to take on Shabbos, I would take um, over a six, uh, six day period, I would take, I would take around 40,000 a week. And what's the side effects of, of vitamin D? First of all, you're not going to get to those side effects. It can be toxic, but toxicity only comes in uh, when you're going to get levels way, way higher. I've never seen one blood test that people even taking seven, eight, even 10,000, I'm not recommending this high dosage, even 10,000 a, a day. Recently, I had a, a young woman who was taking, because her levels were so, so low, taking 50,000, 60,000 a week, and her level got up to 70. You won't, you won't, you, you, uh, there are certain side effects that can happen. It can be toxic. You won't even, see, you won't even necessarily see or, but or how have. how does it affect the stomach? Like, does it cause anything to the stomach? Because I have a very sensitive stomach. It shouldn't cause any problems to the stomach. I've had very anecdotally a few people that with higher levels of vitamin D exhibited some type of constipation, but that shouldn't be, and I can't really correlate the vitamin D to constipation, but you want to get your levels, again, minimum to 50, 50, 60 is a better level. The way to do it is take, let's say, if you up it to, let's say, 40,000 a week over a six period, that means you need to take about 7,000 a day if you're going to take it over a six-day period. Then it takes about three months once you start on a certain dosage to get to the optimal level of that particular dosage. And then you decrease it. No, no, no. And then you see. So let's say if you're taking... If you're taking, let's say, 7,000 in a six-day period, which is 42,000, and then your level, let's say, is between 50 or 60, or let's say 60, then I would keep taking the same amount for another three months. If after another three months it's the same level, then that's probably your dosage. And then I would only take a blood test once a year. If your level would be over 70, then I would decrease it. If your level is between 50, 60, 60, I would not decrease it. And then you continue on that high amount. And then, oh, I, would, then I would take a blood test once a year. Again, 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 I had, a, I had a, a person who, this is head of a yeshiva, who, a Rosh Hashiva who called me from Eretz Israel, and I'm very careful. His wife on, uh, in her 40s was in, at that point in her ninth week of pregnancy, and her level, uh, in order to obtain a level of 50 nanogram, 50 nanograms, she was taking almost 10,000 a day which, wow. right, in pregnancy, and I'm very careful with pregnancy. I communicated with one of the top researchers in the world of vitamin D. If, that's her do- if that dosage is what gets her level with a reputable uh, blood uh, 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 laboratory, that's her level. Okay, she happened to have ulcerative colitis. Maybe that's why she needs so much. Anyway, thank you for your question. We have somebody else on the air. Hello. Hi. Hello. Yeah, hi. Am I on the phone? Yeah, yeah, you're on the phone. You're on the air. I contacted you, but you weren't able to do the research on a very rare disease I have, which is called small cell vasculitis, CNS. It's an autoimmune disease. which attacks the antibodies. And I think it, the, the protocol for treatment 
in conventional medicine has been heavy doses of prednisone followed up by Depakote and Dilantin anti-seizure medication. I feel strongly, and I feel strongly, that even though I'm not this expert in the world, that you can find more effective treatments of this disease. It's a very, it's a very, if I could just make a, if I could just make a comment, it's a very, it's a very rare condition. But I could just tell you one thing: any auto, any autoimmune disease, whether rare, not rare, common, not common, the body is attacking itself. The body is causing a chaos where it's attacking its own self. The autoimmune diseases, which is increasing in the United States, even something like now PANDAS, which you see a lot in children today, PANDAS, it's, it's, it's very um, controversial today whether PANDAS, there is such a thing called PANDAS, which is a neuropsychiatric problem. It's an autoimmune problem. But whatever the problem, whatever the, whatever the autoimmune problem is, it's clear, it's clear, to, it's clear as day that the body is af- causing this chaos because we are p- ingesting so many things into our systems that are causing more out-of-balance immune system. If you look at any autoimmune disease, things like omega-3 fish oil, actually one of the, one of the properties of omega, or the applications of omega-3 fish oil is to chill out the immune system. Chill out the immune system. It's very difficult in the nutritional field to find something which is a, a rare autoimmune disease to, because you have to remember in the, in the nutritional arena, there is, there is not the funding. There is not the funding that is in the, with your, let's say with you mentioned with your prednisone, there's not the funding from the NIH that is going to allow the nutritionists and the, and, the, and the PhDs and the scientists to do studies, whether it's a common autoimmune disease or a very rare autoimmune disease that just doesn't have the funding. So to come and suggest, that's why I don't go out, I don't go out and suggest people to go out and buy, and buy products if I don't have any data to support. But one thing is clear. If somebody is on prednisone, it can be, Contra, it can be contraindicated because also if somebody is taking a medicine on a, especially a high level of prednisone for an autoimmune problem and now you're going to start giving them natural let's say anti-inflammatories or you're going to give them high levels of omega-3 and most the problem is that most doctors are not aware they don't have the education and if they're not open if they're not open to discuss with a nutritionist, the application and what maybe the side effects, or, or, or if, if there is a contraindication, then to go out to, for me or anybody else to recommend something when people are on such, such strong medication, I hold it's not professional and it's because you can cause more problems than, than it began with. If, if, if a doctor is, is, is receptive and he's willing to discuss and he's open, then, then, then that's a different story. But to go and, and uh, the research is very scarce, again, because the funding is not there. I, I've gone through lots of researches, and I know that there's a problem of autoimmune diseases today. And, and I'm sorry to, we're going to, I've just been getting the signal to, to have to stop the show. 
I would just like to give out the numbers now for the Nutra Supreme Research and Education Center at 4315 14th Avenue in Borough Park. The local number is 718 6 um, sorry, 718-853-0644. Our, uh, the email address is com. Our website is www.nutrasupreme.com. Again, www.nutrasupreme.com. I would like just to mention the week of March 2nd to the 9th. That's from Sunday to Sunday. Nutrisupreme Research, our concept that I mentioned earlier, Healthy Living Solutions, we will be introducing, we'll be having a grand opening of this concept, Healthy Living Solutions, from March 2nd, Sunday, to, through March 9th, the whole week. On Sunday, there will be delicious health food and waste shake sampling. There will be many lectures on a variety of important health topics. There will be raffle drawings for free pot products. There will be super store, dis store-wide discount. Please join us again March 2nd through the 9th for our week, our reopening or our grand opening of Healthy Living Solutions at 4315 14th Avenue in Borough Park. I wish all of you a wonderful Shabbos.